Hey everybody, Radical Russ here from CannabisRadio.com. We are at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, getting ready for a great day too. Hope you were here for yesterday's show. It was fantastic. But if you weren't, you can get a copy of every interview that I did available through CannabisRadio.com, saved up on our Spreaker page. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker. I'll also have it on my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Radical Russ. I'm Radical Russ everywhere, so whatever the social media or online is, you can find me there. Love meeting the fans and the supporters of the emerging cannabis industry. We're going to be getting started with some interviews here in just a little bit. We'll play a little more music while you're sitting back and enjoying things. If you are on the social media, our hashtag today is SWCCXPO. That's hashtag SWCCXPO. Thanks for being here and enjoy the Southwest Cannabis Conference. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Ironically, I care about everything. Hand me that vaporizer. Cannabis aroma, and I got glaucoma is getting better, and I know why. Why, baby? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I used to smoke cigarettes, but then I got high. Get tired and call it quits, but then I got high. Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. 
Say what's up to Weed Maps. Thanks for putting me on. Y'all go get one of them Weed Map apps. Navigate to a dispensary anywhere in the world. green to generate more green hello to all you happy herbalizers smiling trippy hippies and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance this is the grow show and i'm kyle cushman from food to fuel from remedy to resource welcome my guest ed rosenthal the guru of ganja let me ask you right now i hear your lighter clicking are you smoking indoor or are you smoking sun grown what am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Dark, 
from suffering. You may be one of millions of Americans affected from reality. It might be time to ask your doctor about Utopium, the all-in-one solution to all of life's problems. Side effects may include nightmares, delusions of grandeur, loss of time, impaired judgment, spiritual abandonment, loss of hearing, loss of feeling, blurred vision, and hair loss. Utopium may not be suitable for anyone. Ask your doctor if Utopium is right for you. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight. information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. No matter where I be, I need to be 
Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Take that phone, pass that phone, smoke that TV 
Welcome, everyone, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belville with CannabisRadio.com. And joining us here at the desk, we have Jeff Riedel. He's with the Cannabis Career Institute, and he's the Director of Enrollment. Jeff, welcome to the show. Good morning, Russ. Thank you. It's great to have you here. And uh, Cannabis Career Institute sounds like job training, education. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, what we focus on is giving you a better awareness of what the industry really is. We're going to cover everything from delivery services to dispensary operations to edibles, making edibles, uh, to growing. And then one of the other features of our course is everywhere we go, we have a local lawyer come in and explain the legalities of what you're trying to do. The idea behind what we're doing is we're not going to make you an expert in any one thing. But what we're going to do is give you a broad overview of what you could do in the industry. I see. Is this built on getting certain accreditations? Is it a la carte? Can I just take whatever class I want? How does that work? Well, right now what we have is we have a one-day seminar, and we cover all those topics I mentioned. And then we're also expanding a little bit. We just signed a deal with a commercial kitchen out in Redondo Beach in California, and we're going to do a full-scale one-day workshop on edibles. Everything you know, from finding your sources to coming up with your final product. All right. Where do you get your uh, professors, your instructors for the Institute? All experts in the field. These are all people that have have been doing what they're teaching for a long time Uh, you know it's i could teach you the theory but it's a heck of a lot better to teach to learn from somebody who's actually doing it yeah Yeah. do you get a a wide variety of people uh getting involved in the institute here taking classes oh my god russ uh you would not believe the people that we we see come through our doors and Everything from 18-year-olds right out of high school to retirees looking to do something now that they've retired and they're collecting Social Security. So it's, you name it, it's anybody that you would see walking down the street. We're speaking with Jeff Riedel. He's the Director of Enrollment for Cannabis Career Institute, and the website is CannabisCareerInstitute.com. Uh, you can get your education to get involved in this new emerging green rush. And Jeff, what is your background? Did you come from an educational background, a marijuana background, to get involved in this? Yes and no, and yes and no. Okay. Uh, I'm retired military. Uh, after the military, I got uh, heavily involved with a local private university uh, received you know got my bachelor's my master's there Um, I had run a couple businesses been involved in business and then I chucked it all sold everything I had and moved to California to become a pot farmer wow and how did that work for you I would not recommend it to anybody. <laughs> really? The growing side is, is difficult? It's, it's agriculture. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's agriculture. You're right. dealing with a plant. You, you have great harvest and you have 
not so great. That's something that interests me because I've often said that uh, part of the allure, I mean, really a lot of the allure for some of the people that are involved in growing is the prohibition profit involved. If they wanted to be farmers, there's all sorts of things you could farm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, But, yes, it's, um, again, it's finding your right niche. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just did a class recently in Sacramento, met a wonderful lady. She was just fired up. She had moved to California to become a pot farmer. She couldn't even keep a house plant alive. (laughs) And she was ready to sign a lease on a 20,000 square foot warehouse and fill it full of plants. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, Let's get you figured out to what's going to fit you best. So we kind of pulled her back from that and got her into something else that fits her background better. So with uh, Cannabis Career Institute, people can uh, take these classes, these seminars, learn about, you know, where they fit in right. the industry, right. what they want to do in the industry. Is there any sort of uh, job placement or assistant in, in that way once they continue uh, past that point? Yes. Um, what we do is we have... We've had 7,500 graduates go through our program in the last seven years. So a lot of these people are out in industries now, and we can take somebody, say if we're teaching a class in uh, Toledo, Ohio, we know who's taken our classes in Ohio before and maybe uh, find somebody that would be a good match for them. Hmm. So uh, speaking of Ohio, that suggests to me that you guys are all over the place, not just here. Everywhere, everywhere. We're... uh, uh, I think we've taught up in up to 36 different states right now. Wow. All right. And so that has to be not just the ones with medical and recreational. No, uh, th- because there's a lot of interest in it. And um, say if we go into a state that's completely prohibited, uh, we're going to hesitate on doing a state like that. However, for example, Texas. Texas just passed a CBD law. Mm-hmm. So... People have to learn how to find their CBD, but if you're going to be in a business, you have to learn how to you know, deal with your customers and what you're actually selling. Right, right. That's, that's one thing. I think there's a lot of people who have had experience in the underground markets and don't bring a lot of business acumen. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the biggest things that we see, as you've seen. Um, it used to be a bunch of stoners. Yeah. Now it's that is gone. Uh, they're they're still out there, and but it's more of the Wall Street cartel now. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know supply chain management, if you don't know accounting, if you don't know some marketing, or at least have some experience in that, you've got to find somebody who does mm-hmm. because those are the companies that are going to su- succeed. Yes, absolutely. Jeff Riedel is with the uh, Cannabis Career Institute, CannabisCareerInstitute.com. Do you have any other uh, contacts or information you'd like to give out for folks? Email. uh, Email. uh, You can email me, Jeff, at CannabisCareerInstitute.com. Our telephone number, I've got a toll-free number, 800-753-2240. Give us a call. Yeah, you may have some questions that we can help guide you into the right direction. 
That's fantastic. Jeff, thanks for joining us here at the desk and have Thank a great you, time here at the Cannabis Conference and Expo. Thank you. All right. We've got these interviews stored on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash RadicalRuss. Check those out if you'd like a replay or to share this interview with others. Pass along the information. Education is power. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. We're going to take a break and give you some more music. Enjoy. What's so freaking funny is I didn't know who you were. Uh-huh. All I knew was Cannabis Radio. Roll some lights, some get high with me. Tokyo, pass some, then you ride with me. 
educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Must all depend on marijuana. Oh, once begin it, and you're sure to end on marijuana. It's the kind of stuff. All the dreams are made of It's the thing That white folks are afraid of Up in Harlem We go A marijuana jazz Smoke Sing away 
To generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com.
from high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Old weed, cigarette that we must all depend on. Old weed, one's beginning and just should to end on. It's the kind of stuff that dreams are made of It's the stuff that white folks are afraid of Up in Harlem, we go on a marijuana jag Smoking reefers to get beyond the the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. 
Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing cannabis radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. sunlight but the Mexican sunlight seems so lifeless and cold sad and forlorn I try to find consolation with a mad desperation that I cannot withhold Soothe me With your caress Sweet marijuana Welcome back, everybody, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belleville here with CannabisRadio.com. And joining me at the desk, we have James, and I forgot your name. Fred. Sorry? Frank. Frank from uh, Tokebox. Yes, sir. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, Russ. How are you doing? I'm so good. It's so great to be here in Phoenix. And I was telling Frank just yesterday that uh, I do a lot of these events. I do... 20 expos a year at least and each one i go to i i strive to find the one thing that blows my mind that's like i've seen everything i've seen every pipe i've seen every piece of glass it's your extraction things you're boring me and we got here monday night and i'm walking around the aisles and i saw your toke boxes sitting out there excellent and i went ding that's it that's the thing tell folks about your product the toke box all right, Russ. Well, I started the company a year ago, uh, and I noticed that all my friends and everybody that I knew had a box. It's just there it was either a tin can or a shoe box yeah. or, or just a cigar, old cigar box. Yeah. There was nothing being provided that was attractive that you could actually display on your nightstand or sure. your mantle, be proud of it, and it was lockable. 
uh, that's a big part of it is being lockable. That was the first thing that attracted me is it has, you know, if you think like a piece. Of, okay, so the toke box is this. How, what's the dimensions on it? Uh, it's about seven wide by 11 uh, by five deep. Okay. So it says an ornate wooden box, many different types of woods. I saw dark woods, light woods, Absolutely. all sorts of different woods. But the thing that caught me was the luggage style three digit combo lock yes. on the front because I'm from Oregon. We've got legal weed and I keep telling people, folks, just because it's legal it doesn't mean you can't leave it out with your kids to get into it and then exactly. make bad headlines for us. Exactly. So that was a big seller to me. And we made sure it was a combination lock just in case uh, you can't lose your key. <laughs> because we know our audience, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> yes, we do. You notice that's why I strapped my lighter onto my belt. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, so the toke box, you open this thing up. It's got a mirror on the inside lid. It's got, a, 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 if I remember correctly, it's got like two different tray levels. And yes, they're all hand, hand carved, it looks. Hand carved. Yeah, with, with a rolling tray area and little divots to place things. Yes. I mean, you, you can describe it better than I can. Absolutely. And online, we actually have additional tray options. So if you wanted to convert it to, let's say, a humidor, we have tray options that would allow you to use that function. Uh, we have rolling trays. We have trays if you're a pipe kind of guy or if you're a zigzag kind of guy. Uh, we have about five different tray options for the top, three different ones for the bottom. Wow. And uh, custom engravings, we, if you submit your artwork to us, we can do any logo that you want on the box, <laughs> any wood that you want on the box. I think that's going to happen <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm you, I'm going to get that logo to... right there. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> we can, we can, we can do that. Okay. So uh, these boxes are amazing. Uh, you mentioned pie. Uh, joint rollers. How about the the dabbers out there? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. we have trays for those as well. Oh, with the little uh, slick pads and stuff yes. like that. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. So, uh, how long have you been doing this? I mean, did you come from a woodworking background to want to do this? Um, actually, for the last ten years, I was a director of engineering and construction for a major retail firm in Phoenix. Okay. Um, recently, the company went public and. I was able to prosper from that a little bit, so I decided to offshoot into something that I really loved. I saw this niche in the market. I realized that everybody needed one. Um, it's just that nothing was in the market for people to have it. Right. So, voila, uh, next thing you know, a year ago, I decided to uh, LLC the company and patent the designs, trademark the logos, and uh, five months ago, I bought a wood shop train the guys and, hmm. and we're here at our very first expo rest oh this is the first one it's i'm our so very glad first I, one. I got to see you guys at your first expo because i know this thing's gonna blow up uh you're not of course not gonna sell it here in arizona what's your distribution like at this point uh being just started we're feeling out the market here we're obviously hitting the dispensaries the uh smoke shops um those are a big proponent of it and our online sales as yeah well. i i tell you I, I will promote this to people in washington oregon colorado alaska i travel a lot and that's one of my big things is we need to be responsible. Now that we are out of the shadows, it's no longer, you know, hiding it in a, in a shoe box under your bed. Exactly. You know, we, we need to be more, more sophisticated about this. So give people, uh, if they're listening and, and they're like, wow, I'd, I'd love to see one of these things. You got a website? They can- I do. They can go to www.tokebox.net. Tokebox.net. Yes, sir. Who got the .com on you? Uh, actually, the .com is owned by a guy that wants $12,000 for it. You know, yeah. I- <laughs> He's called me multiple times, but I just can't see paying that price for it when the box sells itself because of what it is. Right, exactly. Tokebox.net, check that out. And uh, can people order it online? Absolutely. Okay, and what sort of uh, different levels in price do you have for this thing? Uh, basically, a, a standard tote box will go for $80. And we've done custom ones with full four-sided engravings, tops and bottoms, that for about 130 Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Depending so- on the comp- how complicated the artwork is. Yeah, so that's you know very reasonable, 80 to 130, and you're going to have something that's going to last 
God, a long time. And is there are, a guarantee on these? Uh, there absolutely is. All you have to do is get in touch with me. I have a two-year guarantee, and these are made out of solid hard rock maple. Oh, wow. Uh, now, is, are they uh, smell-proof or, or, or sealed in any way? Yes, they, they are. are <laughs> the, once you put, once you put uh, your, your items in the bottom and you put the top lid on, that's the first seal. Then when you close the box, it creates a second seal. Yeah. It's and very you got effective. The lock. And, and you the got lock. the lock on the front, exactly. man. Uh, Tokebox.net. Uh, we're speaking with James and Frank here. And uh, this is their first expo, the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. And uh, what else would you like to tell the audience? I would like to thank everybody for just, uh, we have a huge buzz around our booth right now. Uh, it's been a very exciting event. Uh, people are treating us very kindly. They love the concept. I'm, I'm very appreciative of the feedback I'm getting from everybody and you, Russ. Well, thank you, man. This is, uh, like I said, it's des- de- definitely needed, especially in the uh, the West Coast, man. We're going to have to get this out to uh, Oregon and Washington for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right. Uh, James and Frank from the Toke Box. Check them out at tokebox.net. These high-quality, lockable Hand engraved, customized, rolling tray. Everything you need in one box is there. Tokebox.net. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. We're going to take a break and bring you more music. Stick around. Sweet marijuana. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God. It's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Boys, I'm mellow as a honeydew. Yeah, that cat is high. 
Look that look in his eye. Old man, he's high. Yes, higher than a kite. That cat is high. Look that look in his eye. Man, I wouldn't lie. The cat's higher than a kite. Now, when you see him stumbling up and down the street, you know that cat's been drinking. Got no shoes upon his feet. Man, he's high. I said that cat is high. Yes, he's high. Man, he's higher than a kite. That cat is high. Look at that look in his eye. Man, I wouldn't lie. The cat's higher than a kite. Boys, he's high. Yes, look at them two black eyes. You know I wouldn't lie. He's higher than the sky When you see him tipping Round and round the block Know that cat is very beat Beat clean down to his socks That cat is high Boys, I wouldn't lie Oh my, oh my He's higher than a kite That's right, I know that cat's high. That's the Ink Spots. That's some early 20th century cannabis-related music. We play a lot of that kind of music on a show I do called The New Viper Hour, but let me get my recording started. Welcome, everyone, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belleville with Cannabis Radio, and joining me here at the desk, we have Darren Babin from CannabisRadio.com. How are you doing, Darren? Doing great, Russ. First of all, thank you so much for bringing me out here to Phoenix, Arizona. Glad to have you, man. I, I, I can't tell you, you know, we, uh, we revere you. <laughs> we love what you do, and, um, you know, when we first started uh, evaluating all the guys that do you know podcasting and streaming in the space you know we immediately spotted you and all of your work that you've done and you know we immediately said we've got to work with this guy <laughs> like he knows his stuff 
and uh, it's been a privilege thus far. You know, it's it really is. We well, we love been, working with you. It's been a privilege for me too because after three years of doing this all by myself, it's nice to have a team. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I can tell you, um, you know, when we were fledgling years ago, um, beginning another network, a very mainstream network. Um, you know, we were a skeleton, very skeleton crew, and it is difficult when sure. you try and, and do everything. Um, so, you know, I can imagine um, you coming on and having, you know, our team at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're here to do. You know, we're, yeah. we're here to help all of our show hosts, and we're very glad to do that. Um, you know, we, we think that... Uh, what Cannabis Radio is here to do is to grab as much of the amazing talent that is already out there, like yourself, uh, and to empower you guys and, and your passion. Yeah. And hopefully that's, that's what we're doing to the benefit of you know, those who know cannabis, but I think much more those who don't. There we the go. silent majority. That's yeah, what we want to do. A lot of people know... Uh, there's a plant called marijuana. You can smoke it and get high, and that's the end of their knowledge. So right. there's so many different aspects. And that, what attracted me to CannabisRadio.com is the lineup that you'd already assembled of some of my friends and activists that I totally admire. Vivian McPeak, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, uh, Dr. Dina, uh, uh, Nurse Heather, uh, and so many more. Right. Uh, can you tell us about some of the lineup and maybe some of the future lineup? So, you know, when, when we started looking at the lineup, um, you know, we knew that that was going to be the core uh, of what Cannabis Radio was to be about. Um, it's, it's not us. Yeah, it's a great domain. Uh, and coming from a marketing background, you always start with a great domain. Uh, but a great, a great domain is just a great domain, um, but content's king. Yeah, and um, honestly, we set our sights on looking for who had a voice already, or who had uh, an amazing social following, and who we could help amplify. And you know, the lineup that's there now, like you just said, um, you know, these great people, um, you know, the Kyle Cushman's of the world. Like, this guy, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Vivian McPeak. Um, that Founder guy, of Hempfest. Wow. Yeah. He's just awesome. Um, and we're honored to work with all of these people. Um, and I, I can say coming soon, um, you know, I, I would say that people could look out for um, a little bit more of a celebrity angle. Ooh, foreshadowing. Yes, yes a foreshadowing there. <laughs> um, I, not really mentioning any names, but maybe one um, really big stoner that we all know and love, maybe. You know? Bill Clinton? Ah, no. that's, that's it. <laughs> wow. That's it. You signed Bill Clinton. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, we're here with Darren Babin from CannabisRadio.com, uh, the new team that I'm associated with here on the Russ Belville Show. And uh, the other thing that's uh, enticing to me is the distribution that we've got, all the different you know, iHeartRadios and yep. iTunes and all of that. Yep. Uh, people out there, if they want to get this, tell them how they get it both live or as podcasts. So um, right now we are streaming live uh, on TuneIn. Uh, people can go to TuneIn uh, and search for Cannabis Radio. And 
we have a live stream there. Uh, our events, kind of like uh, here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference, um, our spontaneous events right now are actually occurring uh, over its, our Spreaker channel. Um, we are going to marry everything up in, into one one big stream, but you know we we just ask everybody be a little patient with us. We're we're just over ninety days old, yeah. and uh, the network's exploding so fast it's very very hard to keep up with. Uh, but you know, with the distribution, you know if you're comfortable using iHeartRadio, we're there. Uh, we exploded their cannabis lineup literally from they they had three podcasts wow. just three and uh, we took them from three podcasts and we added eight <laughs> right and, and they loved it and and so um, we have a very good relationship there uh, if you love iHeartRadio you can find almost all of our programming there Stitcher tu- uh, tune in uh, and of course, Spreaker, all of our stuff and is iTunes. there as well. And iTunes, uh, uh, there's a, a very special relationship um, with iTunes. We actually signed a contract with Apple, and Apple gave us our own network. Mm. We were the first cannabis content provider, and we don't have to submit anything to, to the iTunes store for review. Oh, we just publish it oh. and it's immediately available <laughs> on our network. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about um, having such a longstanding relationship with iTunes. Uh, they trust that, you know, we're we're publishing what we say we are. And uh, of course, our cannabis network, it, it looks beautiful on iTunes mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's lovely. If you go search cannabis. Right down the right-hand nav, you'll see Cannabis Radio is a provider. Um, so go go check it out. I will. I'll check that out on break. Uh, yep. Another consideration is how Cannabis Radio now uh, is poised to become the the kind of a news and information central uh, for this industry, for the enthusiasts, for the movement, and uh, tell folks about how that interfaces with more you know traditional mainstream media. So uh, as of this week, we, um, we just did a deal with the Associated Press, and um, there's something now that's been created called the Marijuana Wire, and um, we are the first cannabis station to actually be on the cannabis wire. Um, so we will be reporting c- cannabis news um, as it gets published on the, the Marijuana Wire from the Associated Press, um, straight through Russ Belleville show, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll be publishing these stories also on the website. Uh, so I, I would tell people that if you want to keep the finger, your finger, on the pulse of like traditional news that uh, really impacts marijuana users across the nation, this is where you need to be, is Cannabis Radio, because we're going to be reporting what mainstream Associated Press reports. It's really, really cool. Mm. It's uh, looking bright. The future's so bright, i got to wear shades. Yeah. Uh, CannabisRadio.com. <laughs> Darren Babin is here with us. And uh, what other uh, online? I mean, we got uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that. 
Yep, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we have a fledgling Instagram that uh, we're we're trying to get off the ground. So you could find and us. The Twitter over is there. at Canna Radio. At Canna Radio. Um, so leave out the bis. Leave out the bis. Um, <laughs> we we were actually trying to get that. Someone's squatting on it still. Yeah. You know, Twitter's taking their time about coughing that one up, but uh, but yeah, you could find us there. Uh, that's actually one of one of our very active spots to come and uh, interact with us. So that's yep. excellent. All right, cannabisradio.com. So glad to be a part of it. So glad to have you here, Darren. Thanks for bringing me on board. You got it, man. We're very happy to have you. All right, we got more interviews coming up here from the Southwest Cannabis Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ with cannabisradio.com. Stay tuned. We got more music. Until then. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belleville with CannabisRadio.com. And joining us here at the desk, we've got Leaf from... Pro Max Grow. How you doing? Hey, Russ. Thanks so much for having me. Oh. This is a great, great opportunity to be here. Great convention. Great people. No doubt about it. I'm really having a good time here myself. And Leaf, what a perfect name for what you do, huh? Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, my parents are very cool, very cool people, hip guys. And uh, they said, hey, let's name our kid Leaf. There's not that many Leafs around. And turns out I picked a great avenue for uh, my career. And uh my name fits perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. So you're with Pro Max Grow. Tell us about Pro Max Grow. I am. I am. Uh, so we're th- not only are we the best lights on the market, grow lights, but uh, we're actually getting energy rebates now for being so energy efficient. So uh, all the power companies across the country are now, you know, willing to play ball with us, and they're offering as much as up to fifty uh, percent off of project costs. Wow. So what type of lighting are we talking about? We're an LED light, okay. but we use a different type of LED technology from the typical LEDs that you, you know, were to think of. Sure. Um, we're using something that's called uh, directional energy and the you know the main focus of LEDs on the market right now are still using something that's called photon pressure and basically photon pressure is what boosts the wavelength from the diodes to create the growth spectrum you need to cultivate okay. and uh, with our LEDs you don't need any spacing typically with photon pressure it takes anywhere from about 8 to 25 inches for the growth spectrum for it to, to fully develop okay. and with our lights um, a distance from the light exactly. before you get the wavelengths you're looking for exactly okay. and with our fixtures um, our wavelength is fully developed once it leaves the diode. So you could actually allow your colas to grow into our lights so they absorb more light, produce a higher quality medicine, and uh, there's no heat stress to your plant because our lights don't get hot. So mm. they save on energy from a heating standpoint as well as the fact that our Max 1200, it's only 250 watts. And uh, what we're finding is if you put three of our Max 1200s over a 4 by 8 table, which traditionally has 2,000 watts over it, sure. you're going to yield more with our three lights as long as you you know, stand by our grow guidelines, which we will happily explain if anybody inquires. And, uh, you know, you keep the lights close and you're going to get a great quality medicine at a 62.5% uh, lower overhead. Wow. That's great savings there. Uh, you know, LED technology is something that's been uh, developing so rapidly. I think there's a lot of people out there that are still relying on some old info on, well, yeah, it's okay for vegetative plants, but you don't want to use it for, you know, the the, the, the flowering cycles. Uh, kind of debunk some of that. Give, oh, give an idea. Yeah, we deal with that type of skepticism every day. And what we've done is we've developed a, a program that we call our tester program. And it basically allows our growers to inquire with us. What they do is they could put down uh, their wholesale pricing for up to two of our fixtures, and they could try it for 100 days. And then uh, at the end of the 100 days, if they're satisfied with the light, they could keep it. There's not going to be any additional charge. And if for any reason they're not happy with the way it performed, they send it back to us and we give them a full refund of the purchase price. Well, you can't beat that 100-day test drive. You don't get that even with a car. Nope, right? nope. <laughs> you get to try it before you buy it. That's fantastic. Okay, so Pro Max Grow is the name of the company. We're speaking with Leaf here. And... Uh, how did you get involved with this? Is this an engineering background, or, or did you meet engineers? What, what brought you into it's this? It's actually a funny story. Um, I was doing commercial real estate in Manhattan mm. oh. for about a year, year and a half to two years, and uh, I was a director of sales over at a firm on uh, Long Island that dealt with uh, a lot of office space. So we dealt with office space on Long Island, uh, in, uh, in Queens, and into Manhattan. And basically, uh, I was tired of dealing with that type of, uh, you know, that type of industry, and this was a great opportunity for somebody my age. You know, there's not many avenues to where somebody who's, you know, a young gentleman could really 
you know, prosper, sure. especially in this day and age with, you know, the economy the way it is and everything. And being in this industry, it's, it's miraculous. There's nothing like it. You know, the people, the, you know, the products, the technology, the atmosphere, the, you know, this is, a, this is the, the place to be. So you're not the guy that designed the lights. You found people that engineers to help you right, out with that? Right. Well, I meant Ecolite. Ecolite Products is okay. a, uh, they're a lighting company based out of Tappan, and they've been in business for over 33 years. And basically, uh, I knew that they came out with this product. I had met them at one of these grow conventions, and I, you know, I was pretty skeptical myself about LED technology. I tried it in the past, and mm-hmm. it didn't work out for me. You know, I actually, I lost an entire crop with it, and I was very skeptical when I met them, and they gave me the tester program on the, uh, the smaller model, which is called our Max 600 model, which is equivalent to the 600 watt HPS and it's only 125 watts and uh, I loved it within three weeks of using it I knew it was the real deal and I called these guys up I said hey you guys looking for uh, any you know salesman and that's kind of what I started doing I started running their social media sites and Hmm. I started selling their lights for them and it took off it's been doing real real well you know especially the past few weeks with these energy rebates that we've been getting we just we can't keep up with the demand right now it's crazy what what a great problem to have outstanding so uh i suppose the website promaxgrow.com yeah promaxgrow.com or anybody could email me at leaf l-e-i-f at promaxgrow.com with any questions or you know any inquiries at all i'm happy to help all right well uh Sounds great, uh, especially, you know, one of the concerns we have is now that more and more of these states are becoming legal, uh, what energy and, you know, thinking of climate change and everything we're dealing with in our, in our ecology, uh, it's important for us to save energy. It's important for us to not have to duplicate the sun, you know, and if we're going to, to spend as little money and energy doing that. So thanks for what you're doing. Oh, oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Russ. This was so great to, you know, speak with you, sit down and get to meet everybody. And uh, thanks so much for having us on the show. Well, thank you. We'll have ourselves a great time here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. Take a break and bring you some more music before our next interview. It's time to kill today. Keep it coming. 
you want to do some of when I tell them I'm a to be on the coming on the small sister, we don't want to go see what I tell them. You run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. Hello, everyone. Radical Russ here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. Joining us here at the CannabisRadio.com desk, we have Jessica Crozier. She's a parent liaison for Harvesting Hope right here in Tempe, Arizona. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you here. So Harvesting Hope, and I see parent liaison. That suggests to me you're helping out sick kids somehow. I am, and you know what? I got started because my own daughter has seizures. She started having seizures when she was two. She's 11 now. Uh, We started cannabis about two years ago, um, as well as a gluten-free diet, and she's had one seizure in two years. Wow. So after that, seeing the success uh, from her progress, I I knew that I needed to get in involved as much as possible. Had you ever had a background with cannabis or did you get turned on by the Gupta shows or anything like that? What led you into it? Yeah, you know what? I didn't. I grew up in a strict conservative household. Drugs are bad. We don't do those. Yeah. And so um, I definitely didn't have um, an open mind going into this, but um, she was having increased seizures. Pharmaceuticals weren't helping and her doctor had mentioned surgery and my husband and I were not. Brain surgery? Brain surgery. Yeah. 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 We were not up for that. Um, We actually um, had friends that were mentioning to us, um, you know, looking into cannabis, you should try it. Um, so I started doing some research. I did look at, I watched Sanjay Gupta's weed um, documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one had come out and the second one was just coming out. And that, that got me hooked. And I sure. did some more research and um, we brought this up to our doctor and he dismissed it completely. So I fired him. We went back to our original <laughs> neurologist and um, found a great community with a Harvest of Tempe. And um, we uh, have been uh, very pleased with, with the progress and the success since that. How frustrating was it in those first days going to your doctor and him just saying, nope, nope, we got to stick with the pharmaceuticals? Yeah, it was frustrating um, because, um, you know, when your parents and you have a sick kid, you are kind of looking to them for the guidance and the support. And when they weren't very supportive, um, it it actually turned me off, quite quite frankly, um, because we'd gone to other doctors and mentioned cannabis, and they were okay with that. So it was this one doctor that really just was not open to thinking about it, and that's when we said goodbye. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you, you discover cannabis, you start... Uh, treating your daughter, how quickly were there any results? You know, we started seeing results almost immediately. First, we started on the CBD oil. Um, that that lasted maybe a month or so. It was very costly for us. Um, and then we started looking into the whole plant material and started her on the Harlequin strain and saw um, 
immediate results for seizures. Uh, we really noticed a decrease in the nighttime seizures uh, with the use of cannabis. But what was really the icing on the cake was um, seeing her progress um, developmentally, emotionally, behaviorally, and cognitively. She mm-hmm. she has global disorders, and so she's quite a few years behind um, her 11 years of age. And um, just to see the progress that she was able to make um, on this cannabis um, all across the board was just fantastic. So the CBD oil by itself wasn't as effective as when you added something that was whole plant and had some THC in it. Yeah, yes, I did become a believer in using the whole plant material and, and seeing the benefits of THC for sure. And she was able, um, what I, one of the biggest um, accomplishments I think for her was able to get off of a um, a pharmaceutical called Risperdal, which mm-hmm. is used um, for uh, people who have bipolar. Yes. Uh, it worked wonders on her behavior. It's a nasty drug with nasty, horrible side effects. Uh, she gained 30 pounds in three years. And um, we were able to take her off the Risperdal and, uh, with the use of the THC. Uh-huh. And, and so that was just where we saw a lot of the growth all across the board. So you have this uh, remarkable personal story that then leads you to working with these folks at yes. Harvesting Hope. They're at HarvestingHope.com, and and tell us about this organization. So the organization um, really was um, the brainchild of Jennifer Welton, who is Xander's mom. I'm not sure if you've heard of Uh Xander Welton and Jennifer Welton. Mm -hmm. Wonderful family. And... um, uh, she really wanted to create a community of support for families. And she, along with our um, Harvest of Tempe's uh, director of outreach, David, they created a support group. And we met monthly, and we were small but mighty at first, and we continue to grow. I came along to help out. Um, and so I kind of head up with um, Facebook and um, social media, and I follow up uh, as parent liaison with the contacts that we make. Oh, that's wonderful. So... Uh what are some of the difficulties the, the parents have that Harvesting Hope can help them with? You know, the biggest difficulty I have found um, so far is being able to afford the medication. Um, I did a little poll on our website, on our Facebook page, and um, our average um, family spends about three to $400 a month on medication for their kids. And of course, it's not paid for by insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's very costly for them. And what we want to be able to do is to provide some sort of financial aid to help them with that with so, that cost. And so these uh, parents, we are in the state of Arizona, a medical yes. marijuana state, and they do allow minors on their program. Is yes. that difficult to get them a, a card here in Arizona? Um, you know, it's not difficult. The biggest difference is that they need two doctors to sign off on, okay. on their um, registration. Um, and um, finding two doctors uh, can be a little difficult. Like I said, all of Emma's doctors are very supportive. However, they didn't really want to put their name on, right. sign their name on the line. Um, and so I ended up going to a certification center and I found that um, while I had to pay a fee for it, it was definitely um, nice knowing that it was being done the right way and um, legally and quickly and I wasn't missing any steps because they were taking care of it. Well, how, how frustrating though it must be for the stigma and continued prohibition, uh, prohibition of recreational marijuana to throw these roadblocks in the way of pediatric care. I, I mean that's, that's got to be, it's got to take an emotional toll on you. Yeah, you know what, um, I feel like I've fought so hard for Emma her whole entire life and I kind of 
at this point don't care what other people think anymore. (laughs) I've changed my tune, and that's because I educated myself. And um, if people want to take the time to open up their minds and educate themselves, I'm happy to teach. Um, And if they don't, that's okay. And if they choose to judge, it's just because it comes from a place of um, ignorance. How about your... um immediate family, extended family, friends, uh, how have they reacted to you now becoming the Harvesting Hope Lady? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny, friends who've known me for years and years never, ever would have guessed that I'd be in this position. And um, it just, it's it's cool to be in this position. I love it. Um, My friends and family have been extremely supportive, um, and they couldn't, uh, anyone who's who's known Emma throughout the years and has seen the changes, there's no no, um, doubting that this is definitely helping her yeah it's it's amazing to me because i follow this on the political angle uh, of how many arguments have been made and uh, states like utah and iowa and wisconsin and the south that never would have swayed them uh, to budge an inch mm-hmm. on cannabis law but 2014 they start bringing kids into these state houses and you could see with your own eyes yes. what's going on here Bam, we got 16 now, 17 states with CBD laws. It's just amazing how fast this has gone. Absolutely. Jessica Crozier is apparent liaison for Harvesting Hope there at HarvestingHope.com. Do you have any other contacts like Facebook, Twitter, or email you'd like to give out? Yes. If you want to look us up on Facebook, you can look us up at Harvesting Hope or Harvesting Hope for Pediatric Epilepsy. You'll find our Facebook page. Excellent. Uh, Jessica Crozier, thank you so much. And uh, my best to you and your family, to Emma. And her continued uh, improvement. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, folks, let's go back to some music here before our next interview at the Southwest Cannabis Conference. Quiet desperation is the English way. The time is gone. The song is over. All had something more to say. Concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Señoras y señores, directamente de Chicago, Illinois, los marihuanos. Aplausos. 
guess it's time to get high. It's time to get high. Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belville here at the CannabisRadio.com desk. And joining us here is Lori from JiveTree.com. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank here. you for having me. Yeah, let's get this out and in your hands so it's close okay. to you. There Perfect. you go. But uh, yes, Lori from JiveTree.com. What is JiveTree? <laughs> JiveTree.com is Cannabis Central. So it's an online resource for all things cannabis. Um, kind of like a convention, but online. Oh, so okay. we have a business directory, classified ads, calendar of events. Matter of fact, this event is on our calendar. Okay. Um, and the news feeds in regards to legal marijuana and the industrial hemp industry. Oh, good. I'm glad you're including industrial hemp. Yes. A lot of people 
You'll forget about that part of it. Uh, so JiveTree.com, it's a Cannabis Central. They're available on uh, uh, Facebook as well. Yes. Jive Facebook Tree. and Twitter, yes. Um, it's just the website was designed to connect people within the cannabis industry to the products and services they need. It's business-to-business advertising and business-to-consumer advertising all in one easy, convenient location. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, so Lori, how did you get involved in creating JiveTree.com? Well, originally, I did have one of the very first dispensaries in um, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Oh, okay. So I was involved in 2010, and fortunately, that relationship didn't work out. But I became an extreme advocate of medicinal marijuana, and then I'm extremely passionate about industrial hemp and what it can do for our economy um, and our environment. So I've just been very involved um, in regards to attending conferences and so on. And I found as an end user... There was no resource to find everything that you need in one location, especially for the new gondrepreneur or the new consumer um, who can go online and, and read stories and articles and find, you know, new people getting into the business saying, you know, I moved to town, but I need a real estate location. I need a web design. I need, you know, an attorney. It's all on JiveTree.com. Oh, that's fan- That's excellent. Now, Lori, uh, has this been a, a recent thing? Have you been in the cannabis community for a long time? Uh, I, I've been involved since 2010 okay. a- after opening my dispensary. And then again, seeing the patients who cannabis changed their lives. And even though that relationship didn't work out, I had remained involved. This has been about a year and a half in the process. I have a, a new marketing team who's helped us expand cannabis jivetree.com into cannabis central so now as i said it's more than just a classified site and a directory it's news feeds and events and um everything that you can think of in regards to the industry your your front page yes exactly find what's going on jivetree.com cannabis central Lori Mm -hmm. faff is here uh at the uh southwest cannabis conference and expo before you got involved in Colorado Springs with a dispensary, what was your background? Uh, your I've been a realtor for 20 a plus realtor. years. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, and actually, um, still I'm an active realtor as we're trying to get Jive Tree up and going. But this is my passion. This is my goal. You know, my goal is to travel these events and be a sponsor and be more and more involved all the time. And again, unite the industry with one another. Really? Very good, very good. So, uh, jivetree.com, you can find out everything uh, you need to know. And uh, exactly. when people are out there you know, searching for information, is there anything that, um, that, that you're going to provide for them that maybe they didn't think was out there, like a surprise of some sort or something new that you, you really uh, want to promote? Well, we are, again passionate about the industry that we want to give back. Mm-hmm. So we are choosing a nonprofit on a quarterly basis to give a percentage of our proceeds to. Um, the Realm of Caring is the nonprofit organization for Charlotte's Web right, right. out of Colorado and um, what we're going to do in the future. So we want to give to them. That's our first choice. Okay. And then we are going to ask people to vote on their favorite nonprofit, and we're going to give to them on a regular basis. We're also creating a job section, um, as well as, like I said, a classified section, where people can buy and sell used products. 
um, as well as new. You know, dispensary can advertise some special they have this month. Um, the average person can get on and say, hey, I've got some grow lights for sale. We're also starting a, we, we do have the news feeds in regards to both industries, like I said, industrial hemp, but we're also creating a section for testimonials for people oh. to come out and say not only how they were helped in regards to using medical marijuana, maybe, you know, physically, but people's lives who were changed because of the industry people who are able to become a success in the industry. So to share those testimonials as well. So that's up and coming where people can share their adventures. That's really neat. Uh, I like that, being able to kind of introduce, especially someone who might be coming to this world, you know, returning to it from back in the 60s or 70s. Their kids are gone now and they're looking, looking stuff up. They need reliable information. And they can hear from other people uh, how this has affected them, how it's changed their lives, mm-hmm. and is really a marketing tool for the whole legalization movement, in a it, sense. It is, it is. It's a, it's a resource for everyone, as I said, to communicate with one another and share their business online. That's wonderful. JiveTree.com, it's your Cannabis Central, it's your front page. Check it out every day. Lori Pfaff here with JiveTree. Uh, thank you for being here. And thank is you. there any other uh, contact info or, or words you'd like to leave the audience with? JiveTree.com. It's a pretty easy name to remember. So I think you, know, you can Google us and find us. And again, we're on um, all the social media, and JiveTree will get you there. All right. Thank you, Lori, all for right. joining us here. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yep. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. We'll go back to some more music here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. Yeah. Phew. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Hey, get up. He came with you. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I'm, you're taking him home. Hey, dog, you gotta get up. Get up. Come on, dog, you gotta get up. You can't handle that flame. Uh, no, well, I don't know why you came. No, Marijuana's home. Come on. All right, now. All right. Scrub's gonna take you home. <laughs> yeah, fire up that flame. Come on, Ivan, man. Pass some papers. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Speaking for the legalization of marijuana. Genesis, I'm a book number one. 
Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. And joining us at the desk, we have Renee from River. Hello, Renee. How are you? Good, Russ. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And Renee Rainey from River. Gotta love that. Alliteration Mm -hmm. works for me. (laughs) So River is spelled R-Y-V-E-R. And so what is that? River is a free team communication app. So we're here to help uh, communities and businesses be able to communicate, be able to communicate in a much simpler, more organized way. Okay, so uh, this is something marketed to businesses in order to control or help with their communication flow, their logistics, those kind of things? Absolutely. So if you think of River as a combination of instant messaging or like texting and Facebook-style posting and file management or like your Dropbox or Box or something like that, it's all of that all in one place on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet. It's everywhere. Yep, it's here to help... um, not just businesses, but also communities. So the cannabis community can have a forum to um, communicate about everything, all of the causes, all of the legalities, everything that's happening in the, in the community um, in one place. So there's this open communication for the community. Also, each business can have their own River account, and now they're communicating, basically helping themselves stay out of email and work in um, an environment where there's this open communication. There's also private teams where they can have a, a, a private conversation within a group. Okay. And also a one-to-one private, just like you would in, say, chat or email. So this is, uh, I can imagine this would be very helpful for project management, uh, trying to get, you know, big jobs done and maintain that communication. Absolutely. Yep. So you're communicating internally with your own team. If you're working on a project, you're able to communicate with the people in your organization, but also you can can invite in the people that you're working with. If you're, you know, a grower and you're working with dispensaries, I mean, you the flow. I mean, it just helps with everything internally and then externally as you're moving down the flow. Okay. So uh, this sounds to me like uh, a lot of things that people might already have in separate places, email, chat, all that, but you've all put it into one yep. place. It's in one place. I think we spend a lot of time going from, I'm checking my phone for my text, I'm looking in email, I'm checking Facebook, I'm, I'm right, we're all over the place. Sure. We're kind of um, app overloaded. Yeah. So what we've done is take a lot of those and people are replacing, you know, five or six different apps that they have, including email, yeah. um, with River. So you're in one place. You're able to communicate um, in all these different ways, but in one app and seamlessly from your computer to your phone. It's all right there. It's syncing. So you're not missing anything. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, you got it right. So River is R-Y-V-E-R. And Renee Rainey is speaking with us here <laughs> at the CannabisRadio.com desk. And when we're talking about these kinds of electronic communications and especially, you know, very sensitive business matters that mm-hmm. are being transacted online, uh, people sometimes get a little bit of fear of the hackers. You know, mm-hmm. Ashley Madison, so I've heard, uh, gets <laughs> hacked and all of that. Uh, uh, is this a secure platform? Is this going to be safe for people to use? Yes, very safe, very secure. We've had a lot of questions around that. Um, we are uh, 56-bit encrypted. Um, we did have quite a few questions on that. And also, we are hosted on the Amazon um, Web Services. Okay. So, so we, are, we are as safe and secure as it gets. Yeah. I mean, nothing's unhackable. No, that's right. But uh, it sounds like you've done the due diligence to make it as secure yes, as possible. absolutely. Now, uh, there may be people out there uh, who would use your service that are in the cannabis industry who are great green thumbs, 
not so much digital people. Mm -hmm. Is this an easy interface to use? Is there training or tutorials for it or help files? Yes, definitely. So if you go to river.com and set up an account, it's very easy. It takes just a few seconds. Very, very simple process. And then once you get in, um, it's you'll, you'll look around. Everything is going to be very familiar. It looks like if you're used to Facebook, it looks a little bit like Facebook. Okay. Um, you can create your your open forums and your teams very easily. You add members. You choose who's in there. So one thing is you're never having to worry about something like um, spam. You know, you're sure. not getting spammed. You're the only people that are in there are the ones you've decided are important. Um, so yes, it's very easy. Once you get in there, you you look around and you just kind of like what we're used to now, right? You just yeah. kind of start pressing buttons and. Um, there's also a fantastic uh, support site that will walk you through every single thing you could ever need to know about it. And you'll receive an email from us when you get set up that says, um, here's how to get started, and we're happy to help. Wow, this sounds, you know, going back to my uh, previous jo- jobs that I've had in cubicle land, this <laughs> sounds like what they used to call intranet. Is that kind of the idea? Is that we're in, it's our own communications That's platform. an interesting um, analogy. It, it It's almost like a whole bunch of different intranets, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's who you're deciding to have in, and, and you can be a part of several. So, like me, I, you can imagine I have a few different organizations, both communities and businesses, who've invited me into their their account. So I'm a part of all of them. So it is kind of like their 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 own little intranets that I'm that I'm invited into. And then of course I have my own. Well that's wonderful. All yeah. right. So Renee with River R Y V E R. Check them out R Y V E R dot com. Uh, what's your background? Did you come to this from an in- information tech background? Uh, no, I'm I'm uh, I come from sales. Okay. Sales and uh, relationship management. So Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I'm the the uh, sort of liaisonish personality. Okay. And uh-huh. so I'm sales and um, uh, just kind of, you know, working that into River and, and, and learning the, the tech language. And it's been a lot of fun. I mean, you know, when, when you have a good product, it's easy to, to talk to people about it and, and, and help them get, get organized. And, you know, that's another question we've had is, you know, we really we have this great cause and we're trying to, you know, there's a lot of work to be done and there's a lot of communication with what's happening in the cannabis community, being able to get everybody talking and everybody communicating around the cause. It's, I mean, it's, people are definitely saying, wow, this is, this is going to be helpful. We can see having a community where we're, we're able to communicate and share it's, it's, it's knowledge sharing, right? Yeah. So if you can knowledge share and if you can get the, the information out to the people and get the enthusiasm and grow, that's where it happens. It sounds like a great platform to eliminate a lot of the clutter, the spam, all of the extraneous stuff you have to deal with and just get right down to business. It's river.com, R-Y-V-E-R.com. Are there other uh, contacts or information you'd like to let people know about? Um, I would say if you go on to river.com, like you said, um, you're going to um, definitely you'll learn a ton about us. Um, if, if you, uh, any questions that you would have, definitely, um, you can reach out to me personally. Sure. I'm Renee at River. Okay. And, and what are the, uh, the costs? Are there different tiers or levels that are involved with this? It's the best question you could ask me. It's 100% totally and completely free. Zero, Zero is the cost, folks. <laughs> well, now you've got to go to river.com, R-Y-V-E-R.com. Renee Raini, you're doing a great job promoting this service. <laughs> Thank I'm you. sold. I'm <laughs> awesome. going to get Cannabis Radio on it. We'll see what we can do with that. Okay, great. Well, you're actually already on We're it. already on it. You just need to get in there. I just joined. I didn't know. <laughs> they didn't inform me. Thank you so much, Russ. Thank you, Renee. 
We are at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. We'll be back with more interviews all day long. Stay tuned, listening live to our fans out there on Spreaker. Bring me your orange juice, I'm too high for liquor But you men got the boom type of sentiment And if you have a little hash, I mix it together You pass me the herb and the dot master I wake up on the sentiment up on the street corner So, uh, oh, says I feel Babylon Tell them, say, I'm a true ganja man No, me no fear Babylon Tell them, say, I'm a true ganja man me talking some roots rock and reality And open the mic now the one rocketeer Me born and me go in a New York City Me comfy the people, love and unity It's every type of man them we smoke sense The young and the miggle and the elderly The rich man and the man we living in a poverty Some them are belly full and some them are hungry So when we get together in a we community We take a one car for your love with family And pass it round this cipher one, two, three degrees I know you got to bless that you want it done properly The healing of the nation certainly You light it and you pass it and you feel highway Some them are follow me, some them are disagree Nobody could have ever take away my sensitivity Oh, says I fear Babylon Tell them say I'm a true ganja man No, me no fear Babylon Tell them say I'm a true ganja man Oh, says I fear Babylon Tell them say I'm a true ganja Hello, everyone. Radical Russ here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. We are at the CannabisRadio.com desk, and joining us, we've got Jesse. Uh, welcome, Jesse. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. It's fantastic to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, I had your uh, art studio written down, and then I erased it somewhere. Can you tell folks uh, your art and, and what, it's, what it's called? Absolutely. Uh, it's just my name. It's Jesse Perry Art. Uh, I like to kind of be myself and put it out there. Jesse Perry Art. Thank you. And, and we noticed you here coming into the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo right at the entrance. You are painting this. Well, you know, almost life size. It's well, short, short guy. Life yeah, size. Well, I'm a short guy, you know. So. <laughs> but it's a, uh, uh, it's a. Well, it's not a skeleton. It's like one of those see-through anatomical kind of diagrams, and it looks like you're diagramming with everything that medical cannabis can help. Is that Absolutely, it? that's correct. It's the anatomy of cannabis, and uh, the idea behind it is trying to showcase everything that cannabis uh, provides as, as far as health goes along. Uh, I've experienced several of the things that are actually listed on that diagram, uh-huh. uh, and I've experienced the health benefits from those symptoms. So it's, uh, it's really helpful, and I love being able to educate as well as um, inspire. That's wonderful. And uh, what medium are you working with there? 
So we're working uh, multimedia. We started the background uh, with spray paint, and now we're coming in on top of it with acrylic and then finishing it up with uh, acrylic paint markers to put that detail in there. Right. So uh, your art is uh, typically painting and drawing, uh, those type of arts, no sculpture or anything like that? Or? Uh, I work in any medium. That's oh, okay. uh, one of the things I like, pride myself on as an artist is there, I'm not scared of any medium whatsoever. So uh, whatever the job calls for, that's what I'll bring to the table. That's wonderful. So how long have you been working uh, as an artist? I know it's a difficult lifestyle. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> certainly coming to the conference, very difficult. But uh, I've been an artist for the last 27 years since I was old enough to hold a paintbrush. Uh, uh, my mother encouraged me since I was young. And then I officially got to quit my job and start painting full-time last year. And uh, it's been fantastic. There's certainly... Uh, a large community of welcoming open arms for the creative process. And are you based here in Phoenix? I yes, sir. I okay, am right here in downtown Phoenix. Excellent. So, uh, do you? Uh, everything's just your inspiration. Do people commission certain pieces from you? How does? Certainly. Uh, it started out kind of just me asking people if I could paint their walls, and then it became word of mouth. And now I've got people approaching me from all different venues, all different avenues, uh, asking if I'll come and be a part of what it is that they're doing. In fact, I was at the New Times Phoenix Best of Affair when I was approached by one of the members of the Southwest Cannabis Conference here in Expo uh, to come and provide some amazing artwork for the people that are coming in to educate themselves on this uh, movement. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, so... Jesse Perry Art, you've got a website where people can see some of this Absolutely. stuff? Absolutely, jessieperryart.com, but the best way really to see everything is certainly social media. That's how we get it out there. So uh, check it out on Instagram at Mr. Downtown PHX, uh, and uh, you'll see everything that we're putting together there. Mr. Downtown PHX. Now, uh, Jesse, you had mentioned how many of the things, or some of the things on your painting are things that you've had to deal with and medical cannabis has helped you with. Uh, can you describe that journey? How did you find out about medical cannabis? Was it something, you know, forbidden in your family or new? Or uh, what's, what's your background on that? Uh, my mother was uh, a, a casual cannabis user when she was growing up, but it wasn't anything she used as an adult. Later, I experimented with it in high school, uh, certainly a taboo thing. But once I started to realize that I was able to focus and get my homework done and I was not getting in trouble as often, uh -huh. and it all of a sudden didn't seem like such a bad thing. And as I was paying attention to what was going on in the news, more and more people becoming activists and fighting for this product to be legal, you know, this piece of mother nature, it suddenly became apparent to me that I needed to be a part of this because I had seen the direct positive effects from what marijuana was able to provide to me on a health level. Now, it sounds to me like you were a kid with an active, creative mind, and I think in our society sometimes uh, we mistake that. Re the, the, I know I was this way as a kid. I would just get bored. I was just yes. bored, and it, that's why my mind was you know, looking and I couldn't keep attention to anything. I was just bored. Uh, fortunately, I'm older, and, and in my day, we didn't try to medicate these kids into compliance. Did you face any of that? Did they try to get you on pills or anything? Absolutely. Um, I had... Um uh, ADHD. As mm -hmm. a kid, I was officially told I had ADHD, and they put me on Ritalin, mm -hmm. and it turned me into a zombie. I mean, literally, my personality went right out the door. People didn't know who I was when I was at school. Uh, I felt like I was drooling half the time. It, I didn't feel like myself, and I took myself off that medication. And then I began to self-medicate because of the fact that it was a taboo thing to do, but the results were yeah. <laughs> the same, or if not, they were even better. And I came out you know, the other side, a normal person who uh, is able to function in society, probably better 
than if I had been stuck on that zombified medication um, with Ritalin. It just it, it, it killed all my creative passions and every ounce of who I was as a person. Yeah. And uh, cannabis, on the other hand, accentuates that and allows my mind to move freely and uh, for me to be who I am. So uh, was there a period then where you were having to do this on the sly? I mean, I don't know if you're a medical cardholder now. I am, I Okay, am. but before that, there was a time where you were at risk. Absolutely, I mean. uh, certainly, and it, it started in high school. Uh, I was 16 the first time I ever experimented with marijuana, and it was the first time, too, that I realized that the medications that the doctors and that my parents were putting me on were dulling my experience in life, and it was uh, at the age of 16 that I took the choice into my own hands and decided to move forward with self-medication, and it took years and years of having to, you know, dodge the man and do back alley deals and you know the scarier side Mm -hmm. of uh the world and um it wasn't until recently after gaining my card that it's uh it's really freed me up in a lot of different areas that i didn't expect it to free me up in do you find that i mean there's for the longest time people have talked about how cannabis is such a boost to creativity have you found that and do you find that specific strains are more creative inducing than others certainly uh i would say that a one of the biggest components really is reducing anxiety. Now, whether or not cannabis actually does open up certain elements of the right side of the brain to be more creative, what I've found is it allows me not to worry about what is going on in the rest of the world, and it gives me 100% focus to do what I'm doing. And you'd be surprised what the human body and mind is capable of when it simply gives all of its focus to one area. And so that's what cannabis really does for me is it allows me to relax and kind of uh, meld into my own world. Yeah. I found in my writing that uh, it silences my inner critic. Yes. You know, it's like, shut up, let me get to work. (laughs) I think that's uh, part of the duality of being human is you're always going to have like, that's not good enough. You're going to have that parent Kind yes, of, yes. You know, shoving its finger in your face from over your shoulder. And what marijuana does is it kind of quiets that parent up a little bit and allows you, again, to be who you are and the, the human condition to shine. Jesse Perry here doing the art at the entrance of the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. Check out jessieperryart.com and on Instagram at Mr. Downtown PHX. That's right. See, I still have short term memory. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse, for joining us. It's been great being here. Thank you. Great work you've got going on there. I appreciate you very much. Again, thanks for having me. You betcha. Let's go back to some music. We'll have some more interviews coming up here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. Like most dope sniffing dogs, you gotta have it. Train to have the habit. Pick up the tracks of the traffickers. Drag them like a rabbit up the coastland. Canine control substance retriever. Receiver of the golden nose award. The toxic waste comes a box that wastes no time. A genetically improved smell capability. The long and wagging tales of the possibility of clone canine. Conceived under the influence of toxic waste, the doctors, computer drugs, debugging devices, and vice versa, and various viruses. And until his retirement, no mention. No requirement, no way in this pension for the upkeep, the keeping up of the habit. The system have a habit of making sure you get a habit that can't be kept up with unless you're a dope dog. A dope dog, an undercover 
one off with a bark. He took a bite out of crime. Posing as a CNI dog, he bit the blind. The man with the cane made a coat. Chews the dope boat float. The media goes comatose. Unrelated over the counter overdose. Now become drug related. Aided and abetted by a lot of apprehension and indifference. The bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. Take your medicine, cause you're gonna be ill. When I tell you the deal on dope. There's more profit in pretending that we're stopping it than selling it. Selling out, we're in for the shock of a lifetime. Stopping, we might find faces in prime time and faces of yours and mine. Over the counter, under the counter. On the counter, the drugs is not the drugs. They drag you through the Hello, everyone, from the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. And uh, joining us, we've got Mark from Medicine Man Technologies. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Great to have you here. What is Medicine Man Technologies? Well, we have um, cultivation and two dispensary operations in Denver, Colorado. And the technologies part is our consulting services. Oh, okay. So consulting uh, for the cannabis industry, what are some of the uh, different uh, folks that you've worked with so far? You know, we're in 13 states in one shape or form uh, right now, and just depending on how far a particular state is in their legislation and initiatives for marijuana and cultivation and operations, um, that kind of determines how far we can go uh, with a particular group who wants to get involved in operations. How much uh, experience do the folks at Medicine Man bring to the table in the consulting? You know, we started with the caregiver model back in 2000, uh, growing in our basement for 26 patients. Um, back in 2009, we, uh, with the Ogden Memorandum, uh, Colorado opened it up for opportunity to get into commercial and industrial growing. Uh, we opened our first 20,000 square feet at that point in time and, uh, you know, going on six years now of experience um, in both cultivation and dispensary ops. All right. So uh, in all of the states now that have uh, medical or how many states are you operating in? You know, um, we're currently involved with Maryland. We've got six um, Six licensees out there in Maryland, four of which are cultivation and two dispensary. They're going to be vertical as well. Uh, we just wrapped up. We have six clients in um, Illinois, uh, two clients in Nevada. Um, we've, uh, we're going to be working in Hawaii. We've got four, um, I guess you'd call them, pre-licensure clients in Hawaii. So, uh, you know, after Maryland, which we have to be uh, submitting ap- the applications here in the next week or so, uh, we'll be hot and heavy in Hawaii at that time. Are there any particular roadblocks or difficulties that people bring to you that maybe you, if they did a little more homework, that wouldn't be so difficult for them? I mean, what are some of the typical pitfalls you're helping people avoid? 
I think for one thing, people need to have that coming to Jesus talk about what it means to get into this to this industry, uh-huh. the reality check, um, understanding that it takes a significant amount of capital to get involved, um, having um, a really good team of, of partners and investors. Um, I think the reality of just knowing how much is involved and then also... Uh, the challenges with how the states approach these things, a lot of times states put up significant roadblocks. Yes. So, um, you know, we're finding the barriers of entry in a lot of states are pretty stiff and the competition stiff when, when a state is only willing to uh, offer so many licenses. For example, Maryland uh, 15 yeah. cultivation licenses, uh, 94 dispensary licenses. So it's going to be very competitive. And they, these folks just need to get their best foot forward, honestly. And, there's, and there are a lot of hurdles. I mean, some of these places have $25,000 non-refundable app fees, $2 Absolutely. million dollars in escrow. you got to have background checks, felony checks, uh, all Absolutely. sorts of things. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that could be another roadblock for folks, too, is uh, sometimes they've got skeletons in their closet. So. <laughs> there we go. So you're helping them out with all those sort of things. Yeah, it's kind of a one-stop shop, so to speak. I mean, we do offer a turnkey solution. We'll, we'll come in board. If they don't have a license already, and they're trying to win one, depending on how how competitive in nature the environment is, um, we can help them to get all their ducks in a row. Uh, we help them with their business plans, their performance, their cap budgets. We'll look at their security elements and all those little pieces that a, that a, the state's going to want to know. The state's going to want to know, well, what are you going to bring to the table? Uh, how are you going to benefit uh, the state? And, um, you know, are you going to be a significant player? Can you, can you hit the ground running? And so that's our goal is to allow them to, what they essentially do is they license with us and a license means that they have the right to emulate our te- our technology, our okay. intellectual property, our proprietary elements that they can take and then uh, copy exactly what we do, a proven method in Colorado, and they can implement it in their own state. Wow. So why reinvent the wheel? Medicine Man Technologies has already figured out how to do it. Well, we like to think so. All right. That sounds wonderful. So if people want to know more about this, uh, what are your websites and social media they can contact you on? Yeah. So uh, medicinemantechnologies.com. It's a great uh, resource. Uh, Info at Medicine Man Technologies is another way to contact us. Um, and, um, you know, go online. We've got a form you can fill out or you can just simply email us and we're happy to talk with you. So what brought you to the world of cannabis consulting? Uh, Is this something that's always been in your background? Did you switch careers? How did that work? No, I mean, I come from the pharmacy industry, honestly. Um, We came on board with Medicine Man about three years ago and I I personally got involved with uh, creating all the documentation. I... um, I did all the lice, the manuals, the uh, operating uh, SOPs, mm-hmm. uh, the employee handbook, and all that stuff. So I really just started uh, really embedding with the company and documenting everything and getting really the the ground paved in preparation for uh, going with uh, this consulting. And the, the nice thing is, right now we're in the process of going public. We filed our S one several months ago. We've uh, been approved through the SEC, the SEC, and right now we're going through Finra. Uh, filing our 15C211, and uh, that should uh, be a pretty smooth process, we believe, and hopefully within the next uh, you know, couple of months, maybe we'll be uh, off to the races. Well, that's marvelous. Now, uh, with with these um, with Medicine Man Technologies, medicinemantechnologies.com, we're speaking with Mark here at CannabisRadio.com desk, and uh, I'm interested in your background coming from the pharmacy world, uh, you know, with medical marijuana, taking root in so many states uh sometimes the response from our opponents is oh yeah there might be medical medical applications but we need to put it in pharmacies with pharmacists and dose you know reliable doses and so forth uh 
do you see that happening? Do you see that as a wise move even? You know, Maryland's trying to approach it like sort of like a pharmacy. They're trying to marry both retail and pharmacy together. And a lot of the, their initiatives, when you, when you read through the application, it, they've really verbatim taken a lot of elements from the pharmacy world mm-hmm. and kind of implemented them into their own regs. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I've seen different approaches. Uh, you can walk into a dispensary and quickly get a feel for, is it kind of pattern after a pharmacy? And some of them are. Is it pattern more kind of retro or fun style? And some of those are as well. Some of them kind of marry the two and they're kind of in the middle. And um, honestly, I, I feel like bringing that pharmacy element into it, though not a, a bad thing, um, t- kind of t- robs it from that personal you know, experience as a, as a patient or as a client who wants to come in. And if you're going to have the, the product hidden behind some wall and having some tech filling some sort of prescription, you don't get to have that real using your, um, your senses, the smell, the, mm-hmm. the visual, um, all those, those things that delight a customer. I think you're really robbing that opportunity. Yeah, I, I come from the Pacific Northwest, and in Washington State, under their recreational program, you at least the store I went to, there's a menu. You pick what you want. They give it to a guy behind a, a, a cut-out hole in the wall. They give it back to you in a pre-sealed package. I'm like, I didn't get to smell it, look at it anything. So uh, I'm glad that you've, you brought that up. Uh, MedicineManTechnologies.com is where you can find out more information and uh, get the consultation you need to not have to reinvent the wheel, get your industry, get your business uh, up and running uh, with as few startup problems as possible. There's always some, right? Always some. All right, Mark, thank you for joining us here at the uh, Cannabis Radio Desk and uh, good luck on everything. A good pleasure. Thank the, you for having me. I'm going public too. All right, folks, we're going to have more music here at the CannabisRadio.com desk. I'm Radical Russ. Stick around. We'll have more interviews here live on CannabisRadio.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Catching in on the stash. Now he's in line for his issue of the booty. Never do he do a line in the line of duty. He's a dope dog. U.S. Custom Coast Guard dope dog. King sense of smell. Tracking the telltale trails of cartel dope boats. Big dope. Never a gram or OZ. Kilo, too low key. Gotta be tons of P-blow. Bells of lumbo. Another dog sniffing one another's tails. Can track the profits from a dope sale straight to the stink account. Big banks banking online the dirty money, not stinking. He follow his nose and as a head, he get a whip, he take a sniff. Yeah, yeah. Check, check. Dope. 
CIAIO. And with those drugs, he bought some arms. CIAIO. It was a bang, bang here and a snort, snort there. Here, bang, there, snort, bang, and snorts everywhere. OMAC Uncle starts a war. CIAIO. But the war on drugs is hell on a dope dog. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cannabis Conference and Expo here at in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ Belleville at the CannabisRadio.com desk. And joining us here at the desk is Queenie Hashimoto, always creating good karma. I feel better already, Queenie. How you doing? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I've, I know you must have the most interesting story here. Just looking at your card, Meditate and Destroy. Tell us, um, tell us what you're up to. Well, I actually, I'm actually here at the convention because I'm a patient. Um, I was going to turn pro as a pro skateboarder, but my life took a turn. Um, I got rear-ended twice, and now I have two herniated discs in my neck. Oh, no. I'm scheduled to have a double anterior um, fusion before the end of the year. Yes. Um, I have yet to take a prescription painkiller. I have been medicating with medical marijuana, specifically CBD, THC, essential oils. Um, I've yet to take one aspirin, one ibuprofen, one morphine, uh, one prescription opiate. Uh, I will get through this surgery, and I will continue on my herbal and holistic um, medicinal regimen. And I plan on um, sharing my journey uh, and uploading my story publicly um, on, I don't know what venue, but with the legalization of cannabis, someone will be interested in my story. So you come from an athletic background. You were going to be a, a, yes, a post skateboarder. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been an athlete all my life. And unfortunately, for the past two years, I have not done anything athletic yeah. at all. Now, I know uh, in... in more, uh, I don't want to say mainstream, but uh, like college athletics and, and, and pro athletics, there's a lot of drug testing and a lot of anti-cannabis sentiment. I know skateboarding is probably not the same. There's probably more people that understand it in the skateboarding yes, world. Yes. Uh, but was that ever uh, an, an issue? Did, did cannabis ever come up before your accidents? And, and any thoughts about that? No, actually, I was a, I was a recreational user. Um, and before that, you know, here's the kicker of my documentary. Before that, you know, I was a corporate manager for 20 years oh, really? in the Bay Area, having to enforce a drug-free work zone. Now I'm advocating for the legalization of it because I am a medical patient. I have chronic neck pain. I cannot sit, stand, or or lay down for more than 20 minutes before chronic pain sets in, and I am, I am, I, I'm going to capture my documentary is how healing the cannabis plant has been you know hemp cbd um cannabis cbd all of it has been healing for me and i've been able to maintain my pain so moving from being an athletic recreational consumer to being an injured cannabis patient uh, how much of a learning curve was there? Because I know, you know, I'm a recreational consumer. Right. And so for me, where I come from, I'm from Idaho. There was two strains, got some and don't, right? <laughs> so how much learning curve about strains and about 
ways of administering and oh, all of that did so you have to go much. through? I, I, learned, I, I didn't even know that CBD even worked. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to the NFL panel here at the keynote. Um, be, it was because of an NFL um, article that I Googled because after my, at my second rear end, I had a concussion and I had memory loss. And all I had was my, my recreational cannabis. And I, I Googled to see if me you know, using this was going to hurt my concussion. Sure. And I had read an article by a doctor saying that he is you're hoping that the NFL looks into this and how it heals with the concussions. Yes. And now I'm here to thank the NFL. I feel like I've come full circle. So my education just took off and yeah. I kept reading about CBD and CBD and how this helped. And I went on a CBD THC diet and now I'm here. Otherwise, if I started taking the prescription painkillers back in February, I'm 123 pounds. I'd be so addicted. I'd be in bed right now. I would yeah. not be here. Yeah. You know, I would get up. I would t- pop another pill and go back to sleep. I know that because I've been on prescription pills before. Yeah. And now I'm here. I'm happy. I'm smiling. I'm networking. I'm, you know, I'm at a conference. You know, I'm going to be laid up for six weeks for surgery. So I'm just trying to enjoy myself before then. Awesome. We're speaking with Queenie Hashimoto, who's always creating good karma. You're going to see her very soon in a documentary about her her voyage as, as a medical cannabis patient. And did you say that this has been six years now since you're... No, two years. So okay. I, the, the first rear accident happened in December, almost two years ago. And then uh, I got ruined it again in February. And that was the worst one because I suffered a concussion and memory loss. And then now, in addition to, uh, you know, my neck pain, I have back pain. So, you know, as, as an athlete, you know, I, I can't do nothing. But now I medicate all day and that gets old yeah you know i'm i'm a business person i i'm a i'm a doer i'm a goer but you know you know what during my recovery for six weeks i've dedicated i will be i i'm going to advocate from my bed i'm going to advocate because you know what my two fingers will still work on social media (laughs) and i can advocate from my i will have a neck brace on but i will advocate from my bed and i'll just have to find other ways to medicate you know there's tinctures there's patches you know there's other ways and you know i have the essential oils and all of that so do you talk to your doctors about your cannabis use my entire doctor team my attorney team they all know that i am medicating with medical marijuana and i refuse to take any prescription uh painkillers that that it's covered by, yeah, oh, sure. It's covered by the insurance. Hell, but, hand but, it right to you. But medical marijuana is not covered, <laughs> yeah. and that's coming out of my pocket. Yeah. So my entire team knows that I will not take a prescription painkiller, and that I am, and they actually know I'm doing this documentary. So yeah, they support me. Well, you mentioned social media, so I know there's going to be a lot of people out there want to get in contact with you. What are the social media accounts or email or anything like that you'd like to give out? Um, you know, as soon as I get a surgery date, I'm going to go ahead and make that more solid. I have a doctor's. My doctor's appointment is uh, this. Friday. So once I get a surgery day, it'll be easier to go ahead and just, you know, plow forward and put the uh, foot on the gas pedal at okay. that point. 
Okay, sounds yeah. good. Uh, Queenie Hashimoto, I want to thank you for stopping by the desk and sharing your story with everyone here at the Expo and everyone listening online. Uh, that really helps people to know that that people like you, uh, just like them, uh, can go through these things and find benefit and relief from cannabis. Yeah, thank you, Cannabis Radio. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, Nurses, uh, the new Nurses Magazine. Yes. Um, actually, I will be submitting my story to them, so uh, people can go ahead and start, you know, checking in on on my. I guess it'll be a blog or whatever, and then I'll just keep updating. I mean, it's you want reality TV? This is reality TV, real life, you guys. Excellent, Queenie Hashimoto. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. And uh, good luck on all your uh, uh, voyages. All right. Thank uh, you. Radical Russ here at the CannabisRadio.com desk. We are going to take a short break before our next interview. Enjoy the music until then here on CannabisRadio.com. Then the dealer wanna have the dope in the booty, in the twat. Then it's trying to make the dog sniff his bowel, foul as they fart in his face. Damn, for a shitty half gram. Like most dope sniffing dogs, you gotta have it. Train to have to have it. Pick up the tracks of the traffickers. Drag them like a rabbit up the coastland. Canine control substance retriever. Receiver of the Golden Nose Award. Toxic waste comes a box that wastes no time. A genetically improved smell capability. The long and wagging tales of the possibility of clone canine. Conceived under the influence of toxic waste, the doctors, computer drugs, debugging devices, and vice versa, and various viruses. And until his retirement, no mention. No requirement, no way in this pension for the upkeep, the keeping up of the habit. The system have a habit of making sure you get a habit that can't be kept up with unless you're a dope dog. A dope dog. An undercover knock with a bark. He took a bite out of crime. Posing as a CNI dog, he bit the blind. The man with the cane made a coat. Choose the dope boat float. The media goes comatose. Unrelated over the counter overdose. Now become drug related. Aided and abetted by a lot of apprehension and indifference. The bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. Take your medicine, cause you're gonna be ill. When I tell you the deal on dope, there's more profit in pretending that we're stopping it than selling it. Selling out we in for the shock of a lifetime. Stopping, we might find faces in prime time and faces of yours and mine. The counter, under the counter, on the counter, the drugs is not the drugs to drag you through the mud. It's the money, it ain't funny. Oh, my uncle has a bank, drugs are sure to flow. B C C I C I A D E A I O. U.S. Custom Coast Guard Dope Dog, nicknamed Custom, like most dope sniffing dogs. The tracks of the traffickers, track them like a rabbit up the coastline. Canine, control substance retriever, receiver of the Golden Nose Award. For leading to the cash, cashing in on the stash. Now he's in line for his issue of the booty. Never do a line in the line of duty. He's a dope dog.
Hey everyone, Radical Rusk here at the CannabisRadio.com desk, reminding you we've got interviews happening all day here at CannabisRadio.com. Steve from Superior Organics will be here at 11.45. Coming up at noon, we've got Peggy Namain from Cornucopia. 12.15, David and Kathy from MomForce. 12.30, Jara from McGrair. And 12.45, Jen and James from Dr. Reefer, Arizona. So all the information you need will be here on CannabisRadio.com. If you happen to miss any of our particular interviews, you'll be able to pick them up on demand from my SoundCloud page, SoundCloud.com slash Radical Russ. Stay tuned. we got more interviews coming up soon. In the meantime, more music. This is George Clinton with the U.S. Customs Coast Guard Dope Dog. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy. a bowl and you're all set right mm, i wish that were the case <laughs> <laughs> the grow show with kyle cushman only on cannabisradio.com early morning rise and shine simply is my favorite time Pot of coffee on the brew You love me and I love you is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested 
Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network, CannabisRadio.com. everyone. Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belville here from the Russ Belville Show on CannabisRadio.com. And joining us here at the desk, we've got Steve, and he's with Superior Organics. Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Russ. It's a pleasure to be here. Glad to have you here. And of course, uh, I also know you from your work that you've done uh, on podcasting as well. So you're very well informed in this industry. It's great to have you here. Thank you, and uh, I miss those days. In fact, we're looking at doing another one soon. Yeah, we sure hope so. So, Superior Organics, you're, uh, I presume, based here in Arizona? Correct. We're in uh, Superior, Arizona, beautiful small mining town east of Phoenix. Hmm. All right. So, uh, organics, of course, we're talking about uh, uh, grow material? Correct, correct. We, uh, we, we just started our grow, which is really exciting. Uh, we're in our third year of business, uh, but... Uh, Took some while, took some time to get the uh, the grow uh, completed, due to uh, all the regulatory issues, construction issues, and various other challenges we had. Yeah, it's always challenging uh, in this marketplace with all of the regulations between you know states and or the cities, localities that have different uh, zoning and all that. And then finding people who are talented and qualified to perform such as architects and so forth that we needed but yeah. we've we got through it all so no we're really excited our plants are growing and uh, they're about ankle high now so yeah we're really excited what what all are you growing at the moment oh gosh uh several strains blue alien um i'm sorry it's uh blue alien Bubba Dog, I think. <laughs> I, I forget Bubba, Bubba Dog. Dog. It's a crazy story. There we go. I know uh, Jason's going to kill me for that because that's <laughs> not exactly right. But um, we have um, we have one I'm really proud of is Rohan, which is a Jamaican strain. Okay. And uh, really excited about that. That came uh, to us for, uh, 
in a beautiful way. Are these sativas, indicas, hybrids? That, that one is a sativa. Most of the rest of our grow will be indica. Oh, really? But, okay. Uh, so we're interested to see how that one is going to do with the rest. You know, there's a lot of uh, demand these days now for strains like Charlotte's Web or Harlequin CBD dominance. Do you have any of those? We do have a couple of those in the mix. Um, and again, I'm not recalling that strain, but we do have two of those in the mix. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, as far as your growing techniques... Uh, do we deal with, uh, you know, it says superior organics, and yes, organic we, is a federal term. Well, so we, as organic as we can as possibly can do, can be, yeah. and um, we are avoiding all pesticides um, that would cause any harm to the end users. Uh, we're following a lot what's going on in Colorado. Yeah. And realizing that, you know, at the very least, that's what's going to come here. Right. So why not? get the start and we're just starting so everything we're doing is in soil uh we have all led oh really in our facility and that's working it should work really well my yeah. grower's got experience with it and uh, the production he's done in the past has been beautiful have you always been growing under led well this is our first grow for the dispensary for oh, our okay. dispensary right right uh, but he has been he's he has been growing been. for it with led for about four or five years now Seen several different generations and uh, of the lights, yes, and or uh, examples, I guess. And um, we're very confident in the lights we're using right now that will produce a superior product. This is wonderful. All right, Superior Organics out of Superior, Arizona. Yeah. And uh, do you supply all the dispensaries, or, no, or which actually, dispensaries do you supply? Actually, we're not supplying any right now because our grow is just starting. Right. But uh, in the future, we'll hope to supply probably one or two others. Okay. Um, our grow's not super large. Uh, the next one will be. Um, but uh, right now, the production we'll have will supply ours and probably two of our other closer related dispensaries. Okay. And and what got you into the cannabis industry? <laughs> what put you into this movement? Oh, that's, that's the best question. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a moment I was... There's several moments. Starting with, I was just sp- speaking with the people at Normal. In 1992, uh, December 19th, Jack Herrera came to Phoenix to visit through Normal. Yes. They brought him to South Mountain Park and spoke to a bunch of us. That was a pivotal day for me because I learned all about hemp. Yes. And years later, it helped, it helped my understanding of the movement of legalization because with hemp and cannabis um, and all the uses, uh, I had understood about paper but not everything else that Jack was talking about. Yeah. And now seeing that some of those things are coming through, as well as um, a good friend of mine passed away in 2004. Uh, He died cancer-free, but he died uh, without ever having the ability to ease his cancer fight with cannabis. And I was in a dispensary in 2009. I saw the store had the business's licenses on the wall. They had a cash register. They had employees. I looked around and I realized this is a real business. This is changing. This is actually, this isn't somebody's apartment right. on someone's couch. This is really happening. And I looked around the room and I saw 40 jars of high-time centerfolds, I'll say. And, <laughs> I mean, it was just beautiful, the candy they had. I felt like a kid in a candy store. Sure. And, uh, and they even had all the flavors, like watermelon and cherry. But, um, <laughs> and then they had hash. Seven different flavors of hash on the counter. You can tell I remember the day very well. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked in the cabinet, and they had all the candies and the cookies and the cakes and the salsas and 
my friend was a great athlete, but he had a weakness for hard candies, those little hard ones in the tin. Yeah, yeah. And they had those. I got a tear in my eye, and I looked at the walls, saw the licenses, and it was kind of the day that I decided I wanted to get in this business, definitely wanted to get in this business. What are some of the roadblocks you run into here in Arizona <laughs> trying to trying to do this business? Oh, and what would you like to see change? So many. Uh, just the regulations. You know, there's a, number, a limit on the number of dispensaries to start with. That created... That basically put us all into competition with each other, at least just to get the license. Sure. Then there's the limitation of real estate, which is very challenging. That's, that's the key to opening this business is finding a piece of real estate that's acceptable. And then last, uh, you know, the rest of it actually gets to be fun. Working with the patients is wonderful. Um, that's why we do it. I spent the whole day in the store yesterday and got slammed. We were super busy. My manager's off. They had a baby and it was just me. And, uh, it was great. We had a wonderful day, but I love being in the store. That's why I do it. Um, the challenges are, they're great. I mean, there's IRS audits. Sure. There's banking issues. Still can't get an account kind of thing. I haven't. (laughs) <laughs> I'm good right now, but um, it's it's not, you know, you don't go bragging and beating your chest about it. Right. Um, but every, you know, the way I describe it, Russ, every time you're about to high-five your partners with an accomplishment or a good day, watch out because your legs are, someone's taking your legs out the next <laughs> the next step. Yeah. Um, but it's a wonderful business. Every day we see patients in my store. My store is not very busy. I mean, it's a, comparatively to what you have in Phoenix. But I would say that our store takes probably 2,000 pills a day out of the cabinets of our patients. It reduces that many pills every day, and we're slow. So you can imagine collectively as a state how much we're doing. Yeah. One of the things I'd love to see us do as a state, though, there's three issues that really face us in Arizona that haven't really been addressed. We've talked about them as dispensaries, but not addressed. And I would love to see us collectively do something about the cost of the card. If 90 of us would go to the state and say, hey, $150, we need to reduce that because we hear it from all of our patients, the wealthy and the poor. It's too much money for that card. Second, our industry needs to make better inroads with the banks. I mean, a conference like this, we should have been offering bankers free tickets to come to this concert conference Yeah. so that they could see this. This is a real industry. Inside there, there's insurance companies. There's computer companies, there's software, hardware, there's growing companies. There's no marijuana being sold in there. Mm -hmm. There's a complete industry in business, any industry like yours in communications. Mm -hmm. There's such an industry here that bankers need to recognize that. A lot of them want to, but every month they get an email or or a doctrine from uh, their regulators threatening them to not do business with us. And every month, one or two of us lose our banking because of it. Um, But that's, I lost a credit card. 28 years I had a credit card because I build supplies for my dispensary to that card. Hmm. And they, it was a dispensary supply business selling me pop bottle, you know, the bottles. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they said, no, that's not acceptable. So we have to be careful at every step of the way. It's really crazy. But it's a wonderful business. I thank you for everything you're doing because you just keep 
reeducating <laughs> and publicizing and normalizing. Those are the, the three things our industry really needs. Yep. If we're talking about it, we're winning, folks. Absolutely. Well, Steve from Superior Organics, thanks for joining us here at the desk. And is there any, if you've got contact info or websites you want to give out to people? Uh, we are at Superior Organics, az.com. Um, you can reach us at 520-689-1960. We deliver statewide. And we've got an outstanding staff to serve anyone. If anyone has any questions, whether we can help you or not, call our staff. And uh, we'd love to be able to at least answer your questions. All right. Well, thank you, Steve, for stopping by and uh, for all the work you're doing for the patients here in the state of Arizona. And we'll get you back on the airwaves soon. I hope so. Thank you, Russ. All right. Stay tuned. We've got more interviews coming up here from the CannabisRadio.com desk. I'm Radical Russ from the Russ Belville Show. Now back to the music. Thank you very much. the ground, walking on the moon, I said my feet don't hardly make no sound, walking on, walking on the moon, I say some may say, I wish you my days away, but no way, finally to surprise
From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belville from the Russ Belville Show on CannabisRadio.com. And joining us here at the desk, we've got Peggy Noonan from Cornucopia. Peggy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. So tell us what Cornucopia is. Uh, Cornucopia is an infused product company that's uh, out of out of Tucson, Arizona, part of the Purple Med <laughs> License Dispensary. And we make a full line of infused products from tinctures to all types of edibles, uh, 40 products or more, all different doses. Everything's handcrafted, made from scratch. Okay. And everything is tested. We use a CO2 oil. We test everything before we create our formula to put it in and so that everything's regulated and ideally as standardized as possible in an unstandardized arena. Okay, so uh, Cornucopia Infusions, all sorts of uh, infused products, a great uh, variety of them. Do you come from a culinary background or a medical marijuana background, or what's your story? Um, Well, my first career out of college, which we won't go back to how long ago that was, was was in the non-medical marijuana Gotcha. Arena. I understand. <laughs> and then Wink. I had a forced retirement for a number of years. I understand. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyhow, when when uh, my partner received the licenses and I got the opportunity to do this, I had when my background was I was a developer and builder, and I had a company that particularly did food service design and construction. Okay. And so it was a natural to take on the infused product part of the company. And um, I've also had ownership in restaurants. And most things I do, I do by the seat of my pants and learn as I go. (laughs) Don't a lot of us. uh, Peggy Noonan uh, with Cornucopia here. The website, if you want to find out more, is azcornucopia.com. You spell that C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A, Cornucopia, azcornucopia.com. And um, I'm from Portland, Oregon. And one of the things about Portland, Oregon, we're total foodies. If you got some sort of diet issue, we got a restaurant for you. Do you guys cater to people that need gluten-free or sugar-free or anything like that? Yes, we cater to everything. Actually, what I started out with was a savory line, figuring medical. And I wasn't even going to make a brownie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, may, we make gluten-free. We have a Blissful Bite that's a um, gluten-free cookie uh, with mesquite flour. We have sugar-free. Uh, we have all the alternatives. And um, the market and the demographics primarily pushed me into, you know, more of a sweet line. But we're still upholding the, you know, the, the savory line. We do peanut butter, for instance. We grind our own peanuts. Okay. So quality and, you know... What's going into it? We do CO2 oil that everything's tested before putting it in it. So we're very particular on how we formulate and what we do. 
and we're wanting to take it national and maybe international. Oh, great. Well, Peggy, one of the things that comes up when we talk about edibles and infusions uh, is dosage. I mean, in Colorado, they've set the limits of being 10 milligrams of THC Mm -hmm. per dose, 100 milligrams per bar. My state of Oregon is looking at 5 milligrams, 50. Uh, Is there such a limit in Arizona? Do you have to deal with things like that? There, There isn't a limit in Arizona. And actually, the whole dosing thing is one of my pet peeves because there are companies that are saying that they have say two or three grams in a brownie. And we're not talking grams, we're talking milligrams here. Right. So I'm working with the state to educate the state, and the state is becoming more educated now in the fact that it, we're dealing with milligrams. And to say that there's grams in something is misleading yeah. and not so, because there's a 1,000 milligrams in a gram. So it's all based on the test results, and it's all has to be dealt with in milligrams. Uh, we have we we dose things from 10 milligrams on up to our, our highest dose is a tincture that's a thousand milligrams. But it all has specific information on the labeling as to how to consume. Take just a small amount. See what your tolerance is. Wait a couple hours before taking anything further, and you know, and you know, really play it safe because. Although it can't hurt you, it can give you a real uncomfortable psychological journey for a few hours. Oh, yeah. You know, if you eat too much. So it's really better to play it safe and just do a really small amount. So education is really, really important. And it's a piece that's been lacking here in Arizona. And so we really need mandatory testing and we need mandatory labeling in terms of milligrams. Absolutely agreed. I can tell you I'm a daily cannabis consumer multiple times a day except these past couple days <laughs> but uh <laughs> and so i have a very high tolerance and even with my high tolerance i have had some very bad experiences with edibles just from mm-hmm. you know thinking i'm mr big man yeah <laughs> and i'll just yeah. i'll just eat this whole cookie and everything will be cool and next thing you know <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly i i make a caramel corn and it's so good that, yeah you know i keep Sticking it in my mouth, and then it's like, oops. And and then the, the other mistake to, to make is um, to eat something and then have a drink, you know, of alcohol on top oh, of it. No. I've done that, and it's been like, um, on a, you know, a rocket ship, uh-huh. and I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, yeah. For, well, I'm glad that you're making all different levels because you know this this fight in some of the Pacific Northwest states, Colorado, uh, is all about this fear of the kids getting into it and what's going to happen when the kids get into it. My attitude toward this is, you know, we have uh, Coors Light Mm -hmm. and we have tequila and we have, you know, Bacardi 151 rum and adults like those different levels of potency for different reasons. And if the parent left the Bacardi 151 out where the kid can into it, that's a parenting problem. That's not the manufacturer's problem. We got companies like Toke Box in there making lockable boxes. Mm-hmm. This is a matter of responsibility, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And the same with pills. Yeah. You know, if with Oxy and, and any type of pill that kids can get into, which I know as a child, you know, as a teenager, I was getting into my mother's pills. Sure. You know, and uh, so it is a matter of responsibility. And in fact, I've thought about uh, putting marketing as part of our market a safe to, for edibles. So when you buy edibles, put it in the safe. Yeah. Good thinking absolutely needs to happen. Peggy Noonan's here with 
Cornucopia. It's azcornucopia.com. And do you have any uh, social media accounts, Facebook or anything you'd yeah, like to we're, promote? Yeah, we're on uh, Instagram and we're on Facebook. Um, on Facebook, it's um, Cornucopia Health and Wellness. On Instagram, it's AZ Cornucopia. And our website, as you said, is azcornucopia.com. It has um, information about the company and it has a full menu. All right. Check it all out. azcornucopia.com. She's Peggy Noonan here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. And anything else you'd like to say? Yeah. And we're, we're in, we wholesale throughout the state. So at present, we're in about 40 different dispensaries throughout the state. And if we're not in a dispensary that you go to, ask for us and... Uh, Tell them to order our product. There it is, Cornucopia Infusion. Say you want Cornucopia Infusion. Send the dispensary owner to azcornucopia.com to get all the information. Peggy, thanks for joining us here at the desk, and have yourself a great show. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, back to the music, everyone, and until our next interview here on CannabisRadio.com. So when... Uh...